So have you met my friends Sandy and Wade over at the Getting Magnetic podcast yet? They're the type of people you want in your life. They talk business, life, love, and beyond. But this month, their focus is on empowering different types of entrepreneurs through their personal experience and stories. This is going to be a good series. They seriously get so, <laughs> they get so deep into their stories and talk about they, they lay it out on the table. They lay it out. Plus, their energy is contagious. So we'll drop a link to Getting Magnetic with Sandy and Wade down in the show notes. Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Welcome back to another episode of Brand Meet Creator. You know what I'm liking on the internet right now, Sonia? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and also threads. Threads. I know. We don't even need to have if you like it, like it. Because we We like threads. We should dive right in. We should just dive right in. We're talking about threads today, people. We need to talk about threads. Mm -hmm. Like, what are your first thoughts? Like, first impressions? Give them to me. Everyone should just be on it. It's instantly attached to your Instagram. So set up your profile, start to play around. Even if you're not publishing content because you're not ready or you don't have the bandwidth, I think nosing around never hurt anybody. I think you will have the bandwidth once you start nosing around, though, is the thing. Like, because you can quote, because you can comment. Like, I think this is like a world, a whole new world of inspiration. For me. Yeah, I know. Um, I agree. I am very deep in the replies. I love a good reply. Yes. I love a prompt. I'm like, yes, let me in. And it's a great way to flag attention to yourself that you don't have yes. in Instagram or TikTok, right? So by being able to respond to someone's thread in thread and saying something relevant, giving good information, saying something funny, like other people see it and then they're like, oh, who's this person? Like the discovery is back. The discovery is there, which I love. It's so back. And I don't think there's another place where comments are so heavily uh, like pushing your reach, right? No, I don't think so. I think that early days Instagram when you used to comment and people Mm. could see your commentary, if there was something of interest there, you might get some new followers from that. You might get new views and eyeballs from that. But I think that's really by the wayside now. I I just think that, you know, if you are feeling like you don't have the bandwidth for threads, like you haven't been on threads. <laughs> like, so true. <laughs> it's really such a it's such an easy thing. Like you just start seeing everyone shit posting, everyone telling their random thoughts. Like it's word vomit central, and that's mm-hmm. okay. And even when it comes to quoting posts, reposting threads, like just keep it, keep it easy, keep it simple. There's no like big overarching strategy. And you know what I think is funny is I actually had like a threads discussion with Do Less Club. I was like, hey, okay, today we're talking about threads. Let's discuss like what we're going to do, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And the overarching thought was like, but I don't want to have a strategy. I like literally don't have any interest in doing very much purposeful. I don't want to see people's strategy. Like I just Mm -hmm. don't want it. And that was the purpose of the conversation was like, 
just to grasp here, let's pull together a room of diverse creators and say, what do you think? Like, what do you, Mm -hmm. what do you really want to see? What do you want to create? Yeah, I mean, I think that is wonderful. Going at it with no strategy is fantastic. I mean, on the brand side, I think you really have to be sharp on your brand voice. Like, who, what do, yes. what do you sound, what do you sound like in conversation? And that I think is the most important part of the strategy. It's not necessarily what are you writing or who are you responding to, right? Because I'm seeing beauty companies respond to snack companies respond to oh ESPN. Like, it's all over the place. So, it's not really a stay in your lane kind of culture there, but it is very much like you need to respond in a way that the language and the emojis and the text like are all syncing up with what your brand actually sounds like. I think that's the most important thing too is like we don't need the full provide value, but I do think it's important. I I always say this, like I think it's so important Mm -hmm. to drop the breadcrumbs of like what you do. So you do need to jump on to – your adjacent brand or creator or whoever's um, posts and start commenting Mm -hmm. on them because that really is such a stellar way to gain traction. Yeah. And I mean, I texted my lip service crew last week and I Mm -hmm. told them, listen, if you're not ready for threads, it's up to you. But with such a low volume of people on it right now. And like, that's really relative, but there's a high amount, there's a high amount of users right now, but not as many people chitter chatting every single day. Mm -hmm. It's a good time to start tagging brands that you have wanted to get their attention, right? Because they're able to see the comments much more clearly, much more quickly than maybe they're really, you know, thick DM box right now. They can't get through it all. But on threads, they might be able to see and get your flag. Hello, I'm here. I'm loving your product. Um, Hello, so I'm here. I really told people to get over there. Mm-hmm, yeah. As creators. So that's, that was really what I wanted to talk to you about today is number one, how, how do you think selling will come out? And then number two, Mm-hmm. we'll wait on this is mm-hmm. what do you think the best package is for threads? So hold on that. Let's start off sure. with the, we gotta, we gotta the lead people in. Selling. Like keep them mm-hmm. sticking around. Sure. Selling. I'm, I mean, I think there's two options, right? As a brand selling on here, I think is tough. It's going to be a lot of promo, a lot of secretive, this is about to drop, Mm. um, a lot of like hyping up formulas or getting other people to mention you when they're talking about something that's relative, right? Like Mm. um, almost like a review, like posting review almost, like a quoted, like, oh, I love this X, Y, and Z thing, and it gets tagged. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the way it's going to draw or like funnel into sales, but I don't really see it as being a direct thing. I think it's very, very casual. mm -hmm, Very very casual. casual. I did see one brand, and it was a beauty brand, and I can't think of who it is right now, but they went ahead and were saying like many brands, you know, like my boss doesn't even know I'm on here right now type jokes. Yeah. Um, and they went ahead and posted like a code that was for threads only for a discount on the site. 
Mm. And I thought that was really cute, right? It's not a direct, like, sell, but they're kind of talking about how, like, it's early adopter, it's sneaky, I'm unregulated, I'm going to give you a code that nobody else knows about, and I'm sure people know about it, but I thought that was a really cute way to kind of lead people back to shopping. And for a creator or, let's say, a service person like yourself or me, um, I think it's about, like, establishing credibility and, of course leaving the same knowledge that we leave everywhere else, our TikTok, our Instagram, here on the podcast, just reinforcing that we know what we're talking about um, on threads. And so when people see that they want to dive in deeper onto who we are, what do we offer, you know, how are we relevant, um, especially as people who work in social media, I think it's always really important, no matter how deeply you dive into a new platform, that you know what's going on at the very least. Right. I mean, look, I think that the age of here are all of my key points for why you should buy from me is dead. It's dead. I'm not interested in seeing a Mm -hmm. story slide with 15 key points about your product because that doesn't sell me on anything. Instead, I want to hear really how your brain works. I want to understand what kind of advice or what kind of mission you really have as a coach or service provider that says, that tells me, ooh, this person's different. This is something Mm -hmm. that aligns with me. This is a conversation that I want to have. And this is why I'm just going to like keep singing about from the rooftops about I'm so excited that you can see comments on people's other things threads. Because if I can jump into a brand conversation or a whatever and give a nuanced comment about here's why I think this or like here's how I you can do this better, that's when someone's going to come to me. That's when someone's going to say, I need to find her Instagram. I need to find her podcast and go from Mm -hmm. there. I agree. I mean, I think you and I both commented on a similar thread and it's of someone that I was not following, but I was able to see it because somebody else had also in our industry comment on it. Oh, and they I were love talking piggybacking about, off of you. I know. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that one I'm joining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it was about deal structure and they were looking for somebody or they were talking about, you know, how they think that the future is like new innovative deal structure for influencers and how, you know, nobody's doing it yet, whatever. I was like, "Uh, no, we've been doing this for a long time. Thanks. But um, yeah, (laughs) the point was really that I was giving examples of different types of deal structures. I'm sure you love that. You're like, "Mm, I've been doing this for 10 years. Actually, this ain't new. (laughs) Actually, we've been doing that for the last couple of years, but here's some of the ones that I've done. That's Um, literally your like pride and joy, I'm sure. (laughs) It truly is my pride and joy, and this is kind of bitchy, but my pride and joy is when someone who has three to five years of experience says something with authority that I'm like, yeah, we did that three to five years ago, like before you were starting in the industry. So thanks for your opinion. I appreciate you. But you know. It's ever evolving. People have things to say. It's great. It's a good way to chit chat. It really gives me the vibes of like early or not early, but maybe like a few years ago, IG stories where you could kind of like, it was finally like right before people buttoned up the stories. When we first got Mm -hmm. the stories, people were like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Then it evolved to 
I'm going to have fun. People can see behind the curtain. I can talk directly to the camera. I don't have to worry about editing and all this stuff. And then from there, we, of course, were able to attach links and shop and this and that. And so then it was not fun anymore (laughs) for a Mm -hmm. lot of people. I still have a lot of fun at stories because I don't care. But I think a lot of creators and a lot of brands really buttoned up their stories and used a more selling tool. Yeah, and yeah. now we're back to a fun place where people can see personality again. It's off the cuff for the most part, and um, there's no analytics involved. There's no, you know, you know what I hate that no that's hashtags. You hate it? That, oh no, I love it. No, I hate. I love that there's no hashtags. I love that there's no. Um, what was the other thing? Like an edit button. Like all, all of these things that keep us just off the cuff but I do wish that I could see analytics Mm. because I like I want to see reach or something no I don't I just wanted (laughs) to be like because the second that you can that turns it into a strategy like that especially on the brand side the second that they can Mm. see what's driving what and like is this bringing us traffic and is there ROI involved then what should like should we be putting resources towards this once that conversation gets started there's no backing out so, I assume that will ha- – does Twitter have – I assume Twitter has analytics. I don't know. I never used <laughs> I literally Twitter have it. no idea. I mean, I've used Twitter, but I never used it in an analytical way besides like, oh, this is how many followers this person has. If someone knows that answer, please come tell us because – I'm sure like, there is. I'm sure there's You remember there's that analytics. 10 years of experience you were just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it does not apply 10 years of Twitter experience. This is not on my resume, let me tell you. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, everyone is looking at right now the replies. So prompts are huge. The mm-hmm. likes on it, I think, are less less interesting to me. And it's really mm-hmm. how do we how do we kickstart a conversation? How do you how do you boost that reply number? Agree. And I think the right now I've seen and it's so funny how some trends are already started there, like as quickly as TikTok, like you've seen stuff already come and go in terms of things that people are saying, like right now, a lot of brands are doing this. I am. Yes. Blank. Which I think is really funny um, and I very cute. I think it's cute. hysterical. I also think it's hysterical yeah. when coaches start to jump in and like mm-hmm. it, it's so it's such a great little micro culture. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very funny, but that really reminds me of TikTok, and I love that TikTok is on it, and they're like me chatting too. away. I, I was love like, yes, TikTok's on it cultural relevancy like they get it like this is not their lane they're probably not going to get into text-based uh features and they're like great like let us just be where the people are and see what's up (laughs) yeah yeah and everyone knows that their viewership is taking a dive on tiktok it's taking a dive on instagram and this is why right like everyone is being pulled into this new app right now this is what happens. It's part of the life cycle of being on social media. So there's sure. no need to be like, oh, why are my views down? Like the views are down because our attention is being pulled in another direction. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are going all in on threads right now, which I think is so mm. – it, it's so cool to watch. Like I saw someone post a list and I don't know if this was like an all-inclusive list or whatever, um, but mm-hmm. it was all of the accounts that have more – 
followers on threads than they do on any other <gasps> platform. And I was like, Ooh, hell yeah, this cool. is, you know, this is a cool place. I think the other mm-hmm. conversation that I think is so funny is all of the people that are like, this is where we're going to see if you have a real personality. This is where we're going to see if you're problematic or not. So all you sure. fashion girlies, get ready. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's scary. <laughs> Yikes. That's so true. I mean, it's definitely a platform that rewards just like Twitter in the early days, quick thinking, um, Witty, being funny. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, those types of skills. And that really isn't for everybody, honestly. It's um, not. I think marketers will have a good time if they're good marketers and copy people should have a good time if they're good copywriters. Um, I was thinking that a brand should be employing stand-up comedians at this point. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> people who can write oh jokes God, and puns. So many, there's so many comedians that I'm just loving right now on threads. That's my that's like my major mm-hmm. follow. Hannah Burner. Oh, funny. So I funny. I love her. I love she's her. She's hilarious. I've always wanted to see her here in New York. She's so funny. And she, um, my- she was supposed to come to Oxnard and I didn't oh. get tickets and I because Bummer. something didn't line up and I'm like kicking myself because mm. I wanted to see her so badly. Uh, she's so funny. And um, my other favorite is Telfy. If you follow her, I'm not really big into pop culture, but I will watch any video <laughs> that she does about pop culture she's really deep into the um different pop scandals all the time she breaks uh-huh. them down i'm like i never care about this shit except for when you do a video and now her threads are so good so fantastic commentary someone healthy. someone <laughs> told me that on instagram the other day they were like this is just not meant for my like type a OCD mm, self like not. I want drafts I can't plan this like I don't know what to mm-hmm. do and she was like you're just yeah. so funny and off the cuff and you do this so well and I was like thank you thank you for telling me yeah. I'm funny <laughs> I know right I posted the other day that the greatest form of affirmation on this app is if I comment somewhere that is not on one of my own threads, but I find a business or somebody else and I comment there. And then someone else that I know that's either a mutual or a stranger likes that yes. comment. And I'm like, yes, I win. I'm winning. I'm People are reading this. <laughs> People are reading this and they've laughed and they've liked it. I'm <laughs> like, that's fantastic. It's so, you know what, it, you know what it feels like? It's like positively trolling is the vibe there. Kind of, yeah, for sure. It's like, I see you. I see you. I'm trolling you and I'm like liking it. I want you to know that like, I'm here. It's like the old school poke, I think. Okay. You- <laughs> the Facebook poke. I'm Facebook dead. Poke. I it's see you. A thousand percent. <laughs> Facebook poke vibe. Okay. You know what this oh reminded me of? This is. <laughs> hmm. This is such a weird, hyper specific example, but Threads gives off the vibe of you're at a party. And uh-huh. you're eavesdropping on a conversation behind you. And like, you're not turned around yet, but you want to join in. So you <laughs> come on over and you're a little, you're a little tipped. So you start instigating and then literally just giggle and run away. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So good. Um, okay. Back to the features though on, on threads. A few things I wish were happening that are not, that might happen, we'll see. One is I wish when I unfollowed somebody on threads, it unfollowed them on Instagram. Universal unfollow. Like I want, 
I want a universal unfollow. I even yes. I said it on threads as well. Like, why isn't there an app that universally unfollows people? It's so exhausting to hit unfollow and then confirm the unfollow and then find the next person and unfollow and confess. Exhausting. If I unfollow Are one you, place, did it should be gone. Did you follow everyone hmm. or did you selectively follow? So at the beginning, I made the mistake of following everybody and mm-hmm. then I... I canceled it. I stopped it. And then now I'm going back and I'm unfollowing certain people that are popping up that I'm like, eh. Because here's also 126 people, and it's the best thing that I've ever done in my entire life. Life achievement. I don't know how many I'm following, but now when I scroll through who I'm following, I'm like, okay, I I actively know all of these people for the most part, and Mm -hmm. I want to be following them. Who did you follow new? What mm -hmm. brand account were you like, yes? Uh, I followed Say Beauty and I followed, um, actually they're doing a contest right now and I hope I win it because I made a really funny pun. Who else did I follow? There was somebody else that I like giggled to myself and I was like, okay, I got to follow them. I can't um, think of who it was. Wendy's? Wendy's was an immediate follow. Wendy's crushed. Okay, but Wendy's crushed on Twitter too. So I'm not surprised. Mm. I've been seeing them pop up a lot. They really crushed on Twitter too. So did like Taco Bell and a few other places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Impact? Do you follow them? No. What is that? I think they're like a um, eco-conscious. I don't even know how to describe it. That's that's the realm they live in. But oh my God, that social media manager is Uh going ham. If I see them all over. Um, You know who really took to it on the celebrity front that I've been dying for is, uh, oh shoot, why can't I think of her name? Hilton. Paris Hilton, Um, yes. Paris Hilton. Why couldn't I think of the word Paris? Paris Hilton, yes. Oh my gosh, she crushed it. She actually launched her Taco Bell collab and her single onto threads from Spotify. I was like, I'm living for you. Yes, yes. I noticed that too because there was a Mm -hmm. whole blow up around like the, what was it? The Queen has arrived or something? Yeah. What were Mm -hmm. they saying? Yeah. The the OG influencer. That was what it was. She is the OG influencer. Literally. For sure. For sure. So, okay, that's the one thing I wish. I wish when I unfollowed somebody, I'd unfollowed them across platforms. Or I think that the better option would be when you hit follow or unfollow that a prompt came up and it said, would you like to unfollow on Instagram as well? Or would you like to unfollow on Instagram as well? Because uh, there's some accounts on Instagram that I follow that are specifically for my son it's like solid starts or like weird little things where I get educational information for my kid. And I do still want to have that. (laughs) No, right. Miss Rachel. Um, I do still want to have that on Instagram because it's visual and I'm getting information, but I don't really need their threats, you know? So that's one of those things where it's like, okay, there are some things that I want to see on Instagram, but there's, but I don't want them on threat. So I, I wish that when you tapped it to follow or unfollow, it immediately prompted you because that would probably also increase new followers on Instagram way faster. I'm really mm-hmm. surprised the toggle between the two apps isn't yes. more seamless. Yes. I am actually very surprised about that too. And I would love to see more integration between the two mm-hmm. apps. Um, I would yep. also love to see like low key, I would love to see a replies tab in Instagram so that there is oh, more of a um, transparency 
and less trolling because you know, you know fully mm. well that if someone has an Instagram that's widely visible, what they're saying to other people, then they're going to be mm-hmm. more concerned about what they're saying to other people. Yeah, I love that. Wow. That would be really great. A reply. Remember when you used to be able to see, um, you used to be able to see stuff like that. I believe like on Instagram, you used to be able to like swipe one direction or another. This is way before stories. And you could see who that, if you could see if they were online, you could see who that person followed. You could see, no, you could definitely see who they commented on. I remember it caused a lot of controversy in the dating world because when you were on someone's profile, you could see where they had commented and you could see if they had commented on, it was like, oh, it was an activity. I remember now I got to go back and get like a screenshot of this. It was in this thing called activity. And when you were in that person's profile, you had to be friends. Then you could like swipe to the activity. You could see everything that they had liked and commented on. And it got a lot of men um, in deep water because they were on the bathing suit model. Good. (laughs) Vibe. Yikes. Retweet. (laughs) Retweet, right? Um, But I have really enjoyed seeing people follow me on threads that I know don't follow me on Instagram. I'm like, I'm good with that. It's a win. It's a a win. So, okay, I want to move towards what would make sense as a – package for creators Mm. to start pitching because I think this is like this is an interesting conversation because it can't just be one what do you mean oh it can't just be one post or it can't just be one I don't think I I don't really feel like one post is a good Hmm. plan I mean for me right now I would advise creators to get on the app start using your personality and I would offer brands right now through the rest of the year that you will find a promotion outlet for their partnerships on threads. But what I don't want to see happen is I will just push this to threads, right? Like I'm going to take the same Mm -hmm. image and the same Mm -hmm. copy and caption and just like post it on threads. That's what I don't want to see. (laughs) I want to see people think through like I will create an original thread that will support this partnership. Yeah. Here was my initial thought. Let me like give you more context to this. Mm -hmm. I feel like with threads, what I would pitch is like a 10 thread package. And what I want to see is a combination of like community building slash conversation starting threads. Like I would love Mm -hmm. to see like the hill I'll die on is that X is the best flavor of tag Olipop or this is the best color Mm -hmm. lipstick or whatever. And then maybe like the opening the box picture and we say like, have you tried this? I'm super excited. Or like, this is something that it's a repeat buy. And then you also bring in the posts that are more review based. Because I think Mm -hmm. that you know, one review-based thing, people are so quick on the draw of this is a ad, this is salesy, I'm scrolling Mm. past. So how do Mm -hmm. you really push it to the next level, especially with low effort content of Mm -hmm. this is something that's going to make you click, that's going to make you want to see more, that's going to get you interested? Yeah. I mean, I think people are going to have to play with it and see how people respond because when it's a new platform, you just don't know how people, if people are going to dive in. I've seen brands 
try to do like a tell me your favorite X and it's like about their product and you don't see a lot of responses. So mm-hmm. I would kind of have a hard time thinking that you'd get good engagement on something that was like that. Um, I think it will be a struggle for smaller and mid-sized creators to make a case for being paid for threads right now because there aren't any analytics and there aren't any case Another studies. 10. However, taking a page from my 10 years of playbook, we used to have partnerships where larger influencers would actually take over a new Instagram account or a brand Instagram account. Yeah. And we'd get them to log in, change the password, all this stuff, and they would take over for the day. And I think, and this I think is a really good idea, so feel free to steal it. (laughs) I think that you should hire a big creator, a Paracelton. Maybe that's too big, but you know, we're talking big people. People have big numbers for an exclusive Q&A on the brand's threads. Mm. Right. So like Paris takes over Taco Bell because they're already partners threads and you can Q&A with Paris only on yeah. the Taco Bell account for that day or that hour or whatever it is. Right. And then it becomes like desirable to go to that thread and communicate because this is someone that you don't normally get a chance to get a hold of. So it's kind of like going live. It's kind of like doing a stories takeover, right? Right. Your, cross-promoting, but you're also getting access to somebody that you don't normally get access Mm. to and their voice is somehow similar to the voice that you want to be portraying and you have something cool and interesting going on. I think all of these ideas that we're talking about is like, how do we push awareness, Mm -hmm. not necessarily sales? And that's, I think that's going to be so hard as a sell. It's going to be so hard to sell the brand. ROI, ROI, (laughs) ROI. For sure. That's why they're not going to want to pay anybody for it. They're going to say, yeah, we will be here with our current social media team, but we're not ready to invest additional funds. Just like we yeah. were in TikTok in the early days, right? Like current and even now, oh, current social media even team. Even now, TikTok great. is hit or miss. Right? Yeah. Like, get over there, play, Instagram have fun, safe. but I'm not investing additional yeah. funds or I'm, you know, like, aggregate the content across both platforms, do whatever you need to do in post to edit for TikTok yeah. specific. Most brands are surviving that way because they just don't have the funds right now and they don't have the proof that they're going to have the ROI to do a major investment. So let's talk about something specific. Kristen recently, Kbosk, um, mm-hmm. did a partnership with FYPM, Fuck You Pay Me. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think it was, it was, it was something mm-hmm. like that. And she, she posted their free rate calculator where you like plugged in their information so that she pushed her, mm-hmm. pushed their freebie. And I feel like that mm-hmm. is actually a really, I think that was a really smart move. Mm-hmm. She pushed it on threads. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that is a good move. That is a good, again, it's going to be like a top of funnel marketing situation, which a freebie is. Freebie is top of funnel. So I have been seeing other people say, um, I'm going to release, I saw her also release um, her Notion social template on there. I've seen some other people release freebies on there. I mean, I think if you have them already created, it's a great place. Or if you are working on a freebie, it's a great place to release it or promote it. you know, I've mentioned yeah, I, my lip service people before, but 
it's not like it's a, a really good yet. place for service providers really like mm-hmm. if we're recommending a service provider like that's a really easy thing to do to be like hey like i'm using this whatever thing that yeah. they they have out that feels more Absolutely. and maybe it's just cuz i'm not thinking about the product world every day day in day out mm-hmm. <laughs> but that feels like a really natural way to sell Yeah, there's a lot of lists going on there as well, where it's like my top five, this, my top three, this. So I think if you, if you're a creator who already has partnerships, you should be supporting those partnerships in that type of way. My top Mm. three hair care brands and you're tagging people that you already have relationships with. Um, I think it's just showing additional support, additional partnership and, um, it's really a smart way to keep moving your relationship forward with that brand. Mm-hmm. So interesting comment that I actually received mm-hmm. yesterday that I don't, mm, I don't know if I agree with. Um, mm-hmm. Someone replied to a question that I posted on threads that was like, we are basically building a new landscape for ads and brand partnerships. What do you wish brands knew before? And mm. one of those responses was, you know, big influencers are not the play. This is like a place for micro, yada, yada. And you just said that you don't think this is like necessarily your push for micro influencers. What do you, what do you think about that conversation? I mean, I don't think that there's any specific, there's no way of knowing, right? Like right now to me, someone with big numbers would make sense because they have an already instilled audience, right? Threads, you bring over audience that is already following. So if you have a big audience, you already have a big audience on threads. So for me, if I was going to pay for a partnership where something was included, I would assume that I would go big as mm. opposed to micro right now on threads at yeah. least. Future, who knows? It could be a lot like TikTok where a hundred small creators all talking about the same thing can be way more impactful than one or two big creators talking about the same thing. So that could, you know, turn the tides and maybe there's a place for both of them. I think and I was talking in someone's thread the other day that I think that there's still a place for both in every strategy. There's going to be a time where you want a big creator and there's going to be a time where you want small creators. And number one, it all depends on where you are in your business life cycle, Mm -hmm. because that depends on what amount of money you're going to have. And two, it depends on your goals. And those goals are always evolving. You know, there's not one influencer strategy that should be surviving year after year after year, right? Every season, every launch it should be slightly different. You mm-hmm. should be trying different things and activating new people and seeing big creators versus small creators versus ROI versus codes versus giveaway. You know, mm-hmm. it's you have to keep doing more stuff. So I would never say that there's only going to be one type of person that should be paid on threads. Most likely, just like every other platform has evolved, we need every type of creator to be successful. It just depends on like the season that your business is in mm-hmm. as to what that's going to be. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what rates will also look like because again, like just like we've been talking about, I think that there's a different space for both of these communities. Like if you're mm-hmm. hiring a big creator, yeah, story takeover makes a ton of sense. 
or a mm-hmm. threads takeover, excuse me, makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. But if you have someone little, like, I don't care to have you do that yeah. on threads. No. Like you have a social media manager, right? But where are those other opportunities? Like, is it a multiple thread package? Is it a story and we're doing thread stuff? Is it, you know, what does that really look like? And I think it'll come to, it'll come with time. Yeah, I mean, like most things, it'll be larger brands that have extra money that will start to play in the space first. So it's like your Maybellines, your Lancome, like people, I think Mm -hmm. Maybelline has always been very like experiential when it comes to influencer, Mm -hmm. like they're willing to test because they have a huge budget. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would, you know, guess that they'll come to the table and they'll say like, yeah, we'll pay for a thread package. We'll try this. We'll try that for some of their already existing partners. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think if you are a creator who wants to incorporate threads into a package, you're going to have to keep close a close eye on how people respond to your threads and like what they're responding to. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you can't sell a multi-thread package if you don't know what people are going to reply to or what's going to. Yeah. 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 Uh, And like, as with everything else, like I think everything else, we're starting to see that too, where like you do have to get hyper specific in your pitch. You do have to give them ideas. And Mm -hmm. I I see creators worry about this all the time. Like, well, if I tell them my idea, then they're going to use it or they're going to, you know, just take it without you, without taking me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, Mm -hmm. no. Like you are just providing the vehicle right here to which you can push their, their information. Like you are still the driver. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I hate to say it, but like most things, your idea probably isn't that revolutionary at the end of the day. Like, I'm (laughs) not saying you're not smart, you're not creative, but like they have a whole marketing department that was only thinking about their products and their company all day long. And like, it's not, you're not going to come up with some sort of idea that's like, oh my God, I never thought of that, right? Like, yeah, maybe you'll present it in a way that like sparks a light bulb or that someone will finally be like, yeah, great, we can pay for this. Let's do well, it. Think- so this sounds really interesting, but- yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a good example of this. I had someone that recently started like this mental health journey and she reached mm-hmm. out to hers and mm-hmm. the like the brand that'll prescribe- yep. medication antidepressants or something yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and she was like I want to finally share this story on my Instagram Mm -hmm. like I want to include you and I Mm -hmm. think that in and of of itself is like the specification that we need like yeah that's not that's not revolutionary it doesn't need to be revolutionary Mm -hmm. um sure at all I I would actually challenge any thought that your idea has to be revolutionary or rebuild anything, you know, redesign the wheel or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. But having a specific of like, I'm going to, I'm going to put out this big story. This is going to gain traction because people are nosy. They're interested. And Mm -hmm. I want to include you. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. And, and if you're a creator who is stuck in that mindset of like, I can't give out the ideas because people are going to steal it. There is a great book called still like an artist that essentially breaks down how no idea is ever really all that original. Yeah, it all comes from imprints of things that we've seen or experienced. 
which is all things that other people have seen or experienced. And the only thing that's original is the way that you create it. So at the end, even if someone quote unquote steals your idea, it's never the exact same thing that you would have put out. So you just have to let go of that, right? Because like, even if Harley and I made the exact same video with the exact same script, it would still be It's not going to look the same. Let's be real. Correct. So yeah, get over it. Steal <laughs> like, like I say, most things. Get we'll, over it. <laughs> we'll, we'll drop it down below. Okay, wrapping this. Let's up. close out. Yeah, I think we should close out with one prediction for Threads. Mm. <laughs> this was an audible. Sorry, Harley, you didn't come already with a prediction. <laughs> yeah, rude, rude. Go. What's Not yours? Bad. Um. Okay. One prediction is that I do think that. Well, I mean, this isn't even really a prediction. We know that Threads will develop more tools in the mm. future. Um, Adam Masseri has already threaded about it, where he said that they essentially launched it unfinished and they are working on right. things as rapidly as they can. Um, so expect it to change drastically. Be okay um, with change, yeah. Be okay with change, just like every other platform we push. Don't don't rest on your heels. Everything is always changing. But I think one interesting prediction will be be that people will start to gravitate over to threads and post less on Instagram that will see a much higher content count in terms of output on threads than we ever see on Instagram. And that's including feed and stories. I'm curious to see what this does to Instagram because I've seen so many service providers, so many people with a lot of big, wonderful thoughts in their brain that are jumping over to threads Mm -hmm. and just excelling from from Mm -hmm. my perspective. So uh, not a prediction, but I'm actually just going to go take away. Sorry, Sonia. (laughs) That's fine. Retweet to your takeaway. (laughs) My takeaway is that you should be going all in on threads right now. I I really think now is the time to figure out what you want your general voice to be, what you want to be getting out there and really converting those followers. So does that mean reposting your threads on your story every day? Like that would be an action item. Not all of them, not all of them. But one really good one, (laughs) reposting your favorite or your most liked the next day, 24 hours after would make a ton of sense. Getting it on your feed. That's something that I need to do ASAP that I've been putting off, getting it on my feed to show, hey, I'm over here. I'm posting interesting things. I'm posting nuanced opinions and like all of my Mm -hmm. crazy inside thoughts that Mm -hmm. is going to be interesting to you. So come join me. Yeah, I, I... Don't want people to, I'm I'm hearing a lot of like, this is an unhinged space. We're just being feral, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, but, but I also need to see the things that are important so that you're pulling in the audience that you want to have. Like, this is just an unhinged space feels very lifestyle to me. It gives off the same vibe as, well, I just post my life. No, no, this is a business. You know how I feel about lifestyle creators. Yeah, on both of us. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, takeaway. I know. I agree. I think people should go all in here. And I do agree that don't consider it. Don't go in with a strategy, but also don't be unhinged, if you will. I think be fun, but still be relevant to what your goal is. 
overarching on being on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me like give some action items for the people that are like, what do you mean have a strategy, but don't? I need a checklist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Checklist. Okay. For my, for my very tangible people, my very, what is that called? When uh, you're like tactile? this? No, tact, uh, a type, but for my type A girlies. Okay. We need to see at least one thing that's related to your niche on your threads every day. I also think I want to see um, you making sure that you're responding with your real opinion, not just like, do you like dogs or cats? Like, I want you to find the threads and the people that are speaking about the same thing and start throwing in your thoughts and feelings. And like, it can be casual. It really can. But it's your place to show off who you are and what you do. And then after that, like those are really the two things that I want to see. After that, you can really focus on expanding. Like talk about the mindset stuff that you've been holding back. Talk about the like side Mm -hmm. hobby or adjacent topic that like lights you up, but you don't really get to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Those are great things to get on right now. Do you have any other action items to add? Do we change our bio? Just Just start. start. Just start. I didn't change my bio, but I kind of want to. But I like every time I change my bio one place, I try and change it everywhere. So I like a consistent bio. It's just who I am. Well, there you have it. Make it easy. Make it easy. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Brand Meet Creator. Come hang out with us both on threads. We will drop our threads down below. You have our Instagram. Come find us on threads and discuss. Help us start this discussion about what you want to see in the brand space. We can't wait to see you there.